It's time for Fumble Through, Fumble through. a Pod- podcast that brings its own padding to a padded room. Howdy, muchachos. I feel like it's been a while since we've been together and I am extremely happy to see you or all of you. Not, don't look at me like that, Luke. Uh, even you. What, what even you, the English version. Can you of see you. all of me right now? <laughs> oh, no, not, not all of you. So, I, I, I thought to break the ice, not a fumble question, but the uh, tell me, what, what is something that's become a focus of fascination for you in the last little while? What have you been doing? What's the thing that's taken your time? Oh, oh, oh. I've got- I've got a list. Is it, is it <laughs> talking to apes? No. <laughs> I've, got, I've got two things that have, yeah. have taken up my time. One, okay. Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, okay. You haven't spoken to us about this so at good. all, Lindsay. So good. Seems to be- DMs you, could learn a lot from Baldur's Gate. Have you seen the um, the video of the guy that's- There's something about putting, being able to put stuff in pockets. Yeah. And there's a guy that's done it with like barrels. And yep. he's basically put all these barrels everywhere and ignites one and they'll just make this- in, Massive explosion. Yeah, you can pretty much do whatever you want. I mean, if you're a necromancer, people have been carrying around corpses in their bag <laughs> so they can always summon dead because you need to summon dead from a corpse. And until you kill someone, you've got nothing to do. So, so just they just reach grab, into your bag and pull out a corpse. a corpse, throw it, and <laughs> then summon nice. dead from it. It's pretty cool. Nice. It seems unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I tuned down last one. <laughs> what platform are you playing that on? PC. See, yeah. yeah. I yeah. like that he says you could, GMs could learn a lot. Because there is no GM in that game. <laughs> it's <laughs> only player-centric but for players to- It to... feels like you're playing D&D. It doesn't feel like you're playing a computer game. Like, you just do- I could do without the screenshots of you in bed with <laughs> other creatures. I could, I'm could. i not sure that, <laughs> that was I need mem- to wake up to that. Memorum of J.R. Lockwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bard, he got around. <laughs> he, well, he got right through it, I think. Yep. Tentacles and all. Oh, a lot of tentacles. Yeah. And the other thing, this is literally today. I have discovered, <clears throat> I was watching an interview about, um, I'm going to try and get this right, DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Really? Yeah, just like it's all stemmed from trauma, but they're mm-hmm. like, you know, the split personality. So yep. a poor, apparently everyone hates it, the people that suffer from DID, but split. Mm-hmm. is the closest movie to getting it right. And it's just amazing how, yeah, they have trauma and it splits. And apparently 1% to 3% of people suffer from this disorder and either they haven't had the trauma that triggers it or, you know, they just don't tell you about it. But how 1% do they to 3%. Know that they, how do they know that if if you it's not triggered and it's not apparent, how do they know people have it? I've just started the deep dive today. <laughs> that's but it is fascinating. Interesting. That's, well, interesting. that's hot off the press for you then yeah. in terms of your, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah, it was this interview and she was, um, he was interviewing a girl that has, she's got 22 personalities. Mm-hmm. and Just 22? Timothy's got like 50. <laughs> <laughs> and she, um, she transitioned in the interview mm. and it was like she went, dead behind the eyes, like she was unconscious. And then two voices started coming out of her mouth with her eyes still, like, glazed over like she's unconscious. And then one takes the forefront yeah. and then introduces himself because he, he was a protector and then he got shitty because she was wearing a skirt. Because mm. there was- What was that TV show with uh, Colette? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. America. Uh, something yeah. America. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That was a really good, like, I I quite liked that, that there were, you know, she obviously had that same thing. And there was, my favourite part in that is the the guy, when she had a personality that went and pissed on her dad while he was asleep, that he thought he'd wet the bed. (laughs) That was, that's still one of my favourite moments. (laughs) I was like, yeah. The United States of Tara, Tony Collette. Yeah, Tony Collette. That's yeah, that that's a that's quite an interesting show, but an an interesting phenomenon about how destructive that could be as well. Can you imagine living like that though? Well, that's the thing is apparently like they have to leave notes for each other because mm. not all the time. Like sometimes they can, you can have like co personalities at the same time, but sometimes you don't know when you switch what the other one is doing, so mm. you have to leave notes. So. One person was saying that they spent four hours driving back and forth because one person was going, going one on direction holiday. and one person yeah, was going right. the other thing. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was very fascinating like how like it's not as destructive as it makes out in those movies. Like there's no evil personalities. No. It's, yeah. it's, you, got, you do have persecutors, which are kind of like, you know, if someone's like, fighting you they'll come to the front to try and defend you and then you have protectors that are protecting you from certain types of trauma and all that kind of stuff but it was it was quite a fascinating thing Mm. to find so okay Mm. what about you luke what's become what's what's your fascination at the moment um i don't know a bit slow to the uptake on this one maybe but uh audible Mm -hmm. Um, i've never really engaged in audiobooks as in audiobooks yeah Yeah, yeah. so yeah I've just been spending credits that I didn't know I had. What book are you reading? So at the moment, uh, well, so I just finished Magician by Raymond Feist. Okay. Okay. It's been yeah. a long yeah. time Pug. since I've read that book. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is, it, still is it good? Amazing. Yeah. Okay. I absolutely I, love it. I did that not too long ago. Yeah. But it's like a 36 who's your, hour. Who's yeah. your favorite character from The Magician? We've all read The Magician, right? Nope. With, okay. Raymond, it's highly recommended. Like highly big, recommended. high fantasy. I will add it to my really, wish really, list. Yeah. Like, uh, in I feel readings, I'm worried now because I have a sneaking suspicion suspicion that Lindsay will come and say it was shit. In reading- <laughs> Is there rules for the magic? No. Oh, okay. no, 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 there really isn't. The rule for the magic is take the magicians away because they're too powerful. Yeah, basically, In yeah. the next books. Um, but favorite yeah, character in that book. Yeah. I, I definitely have- I have two favorite characters, mm. but I know the one that I, the one that everyone will go for, but the one that I go for, I don't think is the same one that everyone loves. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. I've got two. Mm-hmm. So one is Thomas because mm-hmm. I love the fact that he was a dude and then he transitions to becoming the king of the elves and by wearing the armour, I think that's a really good uh, story arc. Yep. And the other one is not Pug but the other magician who pulls oranges out of his bag. Oh, that's not in Magician, though. No. That's He is turns it, up later that's on. That's in Darkness itself. Is he in Darkness and on? He's definitely in the Serpent War saga. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's hilarious. He yeah. ends up with a little disciple called Yeah, Trippy yeah, it's just a trick. Like, yeah. It's just yeah, a trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that yeah. is his name. Fistan Dantelis. No, that's from a different <laughs> world entirely. <laughs> that's interesting. Who's your favourite? Yeah, no, I'd probably go with, like, maybe Macross. Even though he's in it very oh, fleetingly, the like there's so much potential with that guy. I really like that guy. I would have thought somebody would have gone Jimmy the Hand. Yeah, but he's only he's briefly he's in it briefly again. In he's it. another character develops later yeah, in the yeah, later yeah. books. Briefly, really develops another it. character that's briefly in that. But my, I think my love of him started in that is a Ruther. 
So yeah. the Prince Arutha yeah. is is Arutha one is of very cool. This is, is my what's favorite so of the great characters. about that writing of that book is that the main characters are without a doubt awesome, but all these smaller roles yeah. that are around mm. there, like yeah. the, the Shinzawi family mm-hmm. yeah. um, uh, over on um, Mid Kenya, uh, uh, the other the yeah the the Asian continent. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, See, I never Kalawan. got Kalawan, Thank you. Kalawan. Yeah. The little the the, the um, troubadour that's with him over there yeah. that ends up being quite a main feature towards the end. Uh, Dolgan, the dwarf leader, the elves, they're like all the characters that they're bringing around the main characters are fantastic, and the intrigue as well that's going on in the black background for the kingdom at the same time as this war going on mm-hmm. on the eastern front. It's just yeah. Brilliant. How how are you finding? Like I love books on tape. I absolutely adore them. I'm enjoying. I, I I will never feel that it's it's as, as good a substitute as sitting down with a paper based really? book. But I see now the value of it in terms of like what I'm driving and just hearing that and just immersing myself into that sort of but thing. But a good so. a good reader, the guy, the, yeah, no, the person who reads them. Good, yes, I've had good and bad ones, and even the bad ones, I'm okay with. I think because I'm because I'm visually impaired, I, I can't see very well. I got really thick glasses, but audibly, I'm over here, Justin. I'm a. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I'm an audio kind of guy, so I I love listening to stuff. I think it it hits me a little bit harder when I'm when I'm in the moment, and I like hearing it brought to life a little bit and stuff. Like I too, I listen to audio books ridiculously, and I'm mm. I'm in the middle of a series right now that I'm absolutely loving. It is my obsession as well. One of the things is uh, you can preview the book before you obviously yeah. get it. So yeah. that, I was clicking, nah, not too keen on the voice there. Mm. Nah, mm. not not for me. And yeah, okay. I, I ended up I'm listening now to a, a Warhammer based one. Yeah. Uh, called the Harrow King or Har- okay. Hollow King. It's about a vampire that's lost his kingdom, basically walking around trying to find the uh, chaos. I'll tell you some really good ones. The Star them. Wars, even though they're not canon anymore. Oh, yeah. There's a guy who reads them and he mm. does the best impersonations of the yeah. of Luke, of Han, of Leia. Oh, really? Like he gets it right. He and did, he's did very the Thrawn good. novels that I just listened yeah, to. And he was amazing. Good. And there's characters you don't know. And, Mark you, Thompson, I think his uh, name is. Yeah, something like that. But he's like, oh, that guy he's pulled out. That's, um, and you can hear different actors that he's pulling off to, to make. The character. <laughs> yeah. one, one, one thing I find when I um, start listening to them in audiobooks is how wrong I get people's names in fancy. But when yeah. you read oh, it's like it's Thomas. Thomas. You said Thomas is like it's Thomas. It's like, yeah. Is it really Thomas? Like, okay. No, it's Thomas. Well, yeah, it's, no, there's yeah. no H in it though, right? Yeah, but so, it's still, you can have an alternate it, spelling of and, names that still sound pronounced yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even pronounce them in my head. I go, that's that person. Yeah. And you just look yeah. at it and that's, oh, that's the imprint. It, uh, oh, okay. there's, no, there's no audible for me in that. Oh, it's just yeah, a visual. It's always for me when I see that, that the right. word is pronounced in my head as I'm reading. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you read out loud? Only when asked. Like, it's a serious question. Like, some people need to, like, prefer to hear it and, like- The only time I find I'm reading out loud even, is if I'm even, to read a question yeah, on something, right. I'll read it out loud to, to sign the words out even, sometimes. But even if I'm internally, book, you kind of internalise the audio, if you know what I'm- Yeah, yeah, reading. I would say that it's out loud in my head. Yeah. Yes, if that's yeah. what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So, yeah. so I there's a there's a thing called the Audis. Right, so the Audis is the audiobook awards that happens every year. So Ooh, I, nice. I'm a, I'm a, ma- I'm such a fan that I, I follow the Audis oh, wow. and I okay. actually go into the different. So they have different genres. So there's like the radio play kind mm. of thing. There's the multiple actors who read books, and then there's the guys who do the most 
the most kind of voices. So mm. the guy who who I think has there's two two books that I've read or listened to that have the most amount of voices. I think the guy who reads Game of Thrones um, has something like the both of them are over two hundred distinct voices. And the, there's a guy not the not um, oh, I can't remember his name now. He did the voice voiceover for Pushing Daisies, and now I can't remember his name. His name slipped my mind, but he does Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Um, and oh, Stephen Fry. No, not oh. the Stephen Fry. The, there's another guy, and he does two hundred something distinct character oh. voices, and they are brilliant. But some of the best ones are in there, like the the World War Z Is audio. Jim Dale. Oh, Jim Dale. That's his name. Doesn't Mark Hamill do the World War Z? Uh, Mark Hamill does a World War Z plays, so that's a, a multi. It's that's be very good. That's as a well, real, a real. I, that, that I should listen to because that is, yeah, it's really good. A great. When I read that book, that was yeah. And the oh, the the audio book of that is slightly different, but just as powerful oh, okay. and really really cool. But it's re- so very cool. I did Wise Man's Fear. Yeah, on audiobook as well, and it's very, very yeah, good. Yeah, very, very good. I'm, I'm, listening to Wheel I'm of doing. Time. I'm doing. I've just done the Wheel of Time, really? and I'm now doing season two's coming out. I'm soon. now doing Brandon Sanderson's. Um, yes. the I've ju- done like the Mistborn series, and now I'm on the second Mistborn series do with Mistborn with Wax and Wayne. It. Wax and Wayne are the best. Like this series, I am so in love with the uh, the melding of magic and cowboys. Like they've got <laughs> are there guns. Rules? Are there rules? There, there are, are super so, rules. So there are rules. specific rules, and there's a whole appendices of one of the books that they read, and it's just like how how it works and stuff. But such good storytelling such depth of character like there's a character called wayne who is just a kleptomaniac he's but he's a and this is one of the things like you know when i was saying i listened to it like there was a moment with him that actually brought a tear to my eye and i think it was the way it was read i think if i had read it myself i would have gone oh that's but the, because i was listening to it i actually had a motive response to it yeah, and right. it was yeah it was very, very cool. I'm not going to go into it because it's too much and it won't translate. Well. I love how he just keeps stealing people's hats. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> well, I, I got one other as well. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what was the actual question? Well, what, what are you obsessed with? Obsessed what, with- What's uh, your passion? My, uh, my nine, uh, eight-month-old son. Oh, nice. Not that I'm not obsessed with my daughters as well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just having this- phase again yeah. with a young child yeah. and knowing it's your last yes yeah. and like just savoring every single moment yeah. every every bit of food he's over adorable. the face and he he's just he's standing now up and like holding onto the sofa yeah and he's done it a couple of times but tonight was a particularly bad time he fell and onto his back and smacked his head on the ground and it was a on the tiles. as well yeah and while i did react in a way that probably wasn't the calmest <laughs> um at least i was thinking like ah it's just a knock on the head not like oh my gosh my baby's gonna have brain damage yeah, which yeah, is yeah. you know the what mm. i would have done the first two times when that happened but he was it hasn't yeah. really affected my kids <laughs> i've had one that went that entire way down the stairs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah went to the doctor just to make sure still not sure he's right yeah Maybe he was born that way. Maybe oh. it's Maybelline. But yeah, but yeah. So um, definitely uh, savoring and, and enjoying as much of that as possible. Mm. Yeah, that's can. great. Mm. That is really nice. Mm. I've got a bit of that going on because I'm I'm a, I'm at the other end. Whereas my oldest kid is, You're is right. about to You're right. flow the coop. What? <laughs> Jumping into everything. Oh, I do. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. I don't care. Yeah. Because uh, my oldest is about to flow, flow yeah, you, fly you're, away. You're the business, the pointy Some end. Some of the other side. So I, I got a little bit of that going on. Too. Is he is he moving out? 
Uh, and he's not moving out, but he's about he's on the cusp of manhood. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm very cognizant that the next the next holiday that we have will be probably the last of our family unit, like the ba- the the childhood family yeah. unit. The next will be I will actually be taking an adult with me that I can go drinking. He doesn't drink, but I can. He go, can drive us drinking. I can go drinking with, or you know, I, someone that that he can drive me around. Has he, he, he got any plans for what he's doing after high school? He wants to be a copper. What so, does he need to do for that? Is just straight into it? Well, he fell down some- about 15 stairs and hit his head on the way. That's the one. That's the one. So all the prerequisites are met. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he wants to, He's. I don't know. He, he's got, I think in his head, he's got a vision of kicking indoors with machine guns, like yeah, being in, yeah. tactical response yeah, yeah. and stuff. And he, so he's got to, he's going to go and do a justice course before that. So who knows? You know, in this day and age, who knows what, what will be, the idea, like you know, he's he's eighteen. That you know, he's the world is in front mm-hmm. of him, and he thinks one way. And I look at him and go, "You're so dumb." <laughs> like, and he won't listen to me for anything. Well, you don't know anything, do you? No, I mean of that's course. the thing. Like, you, yeah. You, yeah, the parent know, never knows anything. No, anything. So, yeah. were you like that with your parents? Of course, <laughs> of course. I, I found it a little different. Because I was going through an arts degree, and when I kind of went, oh, I need to turn to my parents for some advice. Even at high school, art drama was the thing, and my dad was an engineer, and my mother was a kind of secretarial kind of straight. Will be a doctor. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. lots of advice coming there. Well, so so I looked to them, and they'd be going, "No, no, you've got to, you've got to get a proper job, and you've got to do a nine to five. And what is this? And they'd ask me Find questions like, "Well, they'd ask me questions like, so, Brady, what is the job?" <laughs> <laughs> out of this. And I was like, oh, I'll just go work in the arts. What does that mean? And where are the work? And yeah. who's employing you? And they had none of that Sex context. Works. <laughs> I, I did, it's going to be a waiter. I had a very similar thing because I was studying games design. Oh, right. Yeah. So, you know, all worked out. <laughs> did you have to do that because Justin didn't want to jump in that time? <laughs> oh. Yeah. My parents never asked me questions. I was the last child. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah, well, you were doing whatever you wanted anyway. That's right. So. You, guys, you guys did all the hard jobs before me. I coasted. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What are you obsessed with, Brett? Um, what do I? I have been, look, much to my dismay, I have been training a dog mm-hmm. because no one else in my fucking family will train the dog that they wanted. <laughs> um. So at midnight last night, I was out oh, walking no. said dog. Uh, a puppy, not a dog, well, a puppy. she's nine months old and is exploring her teenagedom. <laughs> Biting uh, lots of things? Only me. Okay. Uh, but I spend all day with her, so I've got to train her because I've got to get her to do the things I want to do. So mm-hmm. I'm walking her a lot. I'm doing a lot of training with her, um, which means I'm out listening to music and audiobooks on walks a lot, which is really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, look, you know, as much as I say it begrudgingly, the dog is lovely and as I th- always thought I would, I would love her. I just begrudge having to do all the fucking I work. would love you and hold you and yeah, hug yeah, you. Right? Um, <laughs> you know. Just a bit of time sharing on, well, on that yeah, would be yeah. appreciated. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to do all of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly the reasons I tell my kids that we are not getting a dog yeah. or a cat or any, mm-hmm. even a goldfish. Cats are good because mm-hmm. they do them. They just run. We settled on chickens. Golf, goldfish oh. are fine too because you can freeze them and then just float them around the bowl if mm. you kill them. <laughs> 
at the in the ice block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problem with goldfish is they say it's it's really good to sleep with your pets. Not goldfish. So dog and the other thing I'm really enjoying right now is I recently picked up some work as a lollipop lady at the school. <laughs> a lollipop person. Uh, well, it's gender cro- is a social construct. Crossing supervisor. <laughs> Thank you. But I tell all the kids as they cross, I'm the lollipop lady, and I'm finding so much joy in <laughs> this is that. A severe hormone imbalance. It must be amazing, like oh. to watch the little tiny, like I'm, the little year I'm ones. I'm standing right like outside prep. I get size. all the prep kids. Yeah. I have a lot. Th- there's a coffee shop right there, so all the parents go get a coffee. We have a little chat while we're waiting for the. Did anybody cast. get you a coffee? I haven't pushed that far, and it's really hard to drink a coffee while you're doing. Yeah, it, yeah there's rules. He's well, in charge well, of well, children. Yeah, on, no, drinking, drinking coffee, coffee. Yeah, and jousting <laughs> with the lollipop stick. Yeah, so today I figured out- <laughs> The lollipop did- guy was real twitchy today. <laughs> well, today I did jousting with the lollipop as I walked out and I was pretending I was on a horse and then, you know, that was fun. The kids have had, you know, book week, so they all came oh, dressed nice, up in book yeah. week yeah, and yeah. I, you know, get to play with them all. Those yeah. kids are showing me their cards from Bloody Coles and who oh. you're missing and all of those five-second conversations, it's the right amount of conversation for me with people, five seconds, and yeah. then- we're done. Um, parents who I see every day. Now, here's the thing that I've noticed about there are there are some parents who wear active wear. Mm-hmm. And there's and, some parents and, who and active they know, wear wears there. And they know they can. <laughs> and there are some parents they who wear- look, They look active. At, well, they, they, they wear it because they, they know they active. can wear it. No, no. None of them, are, they, they, every day they're in this active yeah. wear, and I know it's their day wear, right? But they know they can wear it, and they walk like they know they can wear it. And there are some parents who wear active wear who have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's like a bag of oranges walking down <laughs> the street. So what we're saying, Justin, is please take off the active wear. <laughs> Right now? <laughs> it's like a bag of orange, Justin. A bag of orange. <laughs> oh, I wish it was orange. But, yeah, I'm really- It's a weird shade of red at the moment. I'm really enjoying just my stop sign and a whistle. Yeah, nice. Mm. I want you to start working on the Darth Maul for, oh. for next one. Get the higher ground. Get the higher ground. Some of my um, crossing supervisor colleagues get very frustrated with the cars who park in the wrong spot mm-hmm. or cross mm-hmm. when they shouldn't. And, you know, there's some cars you're like, I'll wait for this one to pass and let you go. And the car stops. I'm like, well, you're going to be there for about five minutes then. Dummy. Yeah, I have control here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're I on st- my turf I now. stand out there and I waltz on out and I waltz on back and, you know, you know pull a little bit of power trip with your stop sign. Yeah. It's did, fun. I'm liking this, uh, the, the jousting idea. You can do the tightrope. Oh. Mm-hmm. I oh, no, you're not allowed to hold it horizontally. Uh, I've got to hold it at a 45-degree yeah, angle to get out there so I can couch it under my arm like I'm in the upright jousting position wow, to get out no there. I have no idea there were regulations. Well, oh, like yeah, yeah. Because I like to jump on, I too have been trained as a, uh, as a crossing guard and had those, those moments. <laughs> how's, your dog, how's your dog, Justin? If the title for this episode isn't the one that's all about Justin. <laughs> he just jumped on at the back end of how, it. How's your dog training going, Justin? No, I don't have a dog. Don't How are you dog. training your kids? Uh, I used to love the because we used to do it in the after school, right? Yeah. And I used to love doing the thing of like, thank you for, for coming to my crossing. I hope you've enjoyed your stay. Like doing yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of conversation. Like, oh, and, it's a group discount for you. Yeah. Look, come yeah, on over. And, then, and some parents are like, oh, you don't need to. I just crossed by myself because it's just him. I was like, no, no, I've got a face. It can stop traffic. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. 
Good. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Did, oh, did you did everything. That's right. I mean, <laughs> I, I have a really bad obsession at the moment, and it is with a video game called Ark Survival Evolved. <sighs> and I have been playing this game. Like, my children have started <laughs> to comment on how much I've played this game. I play it so much. I, the dino- the world of dinosaurs, I'm there all the time. It's a problem. I've got a book for you. It's, it's <laughs> 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 You do, too. You do, too. Did you read through that? <laughs> no, I've read, oh. I've read a couple of chapters. Bed t- bedtime at Lindsay's what house. What fascinates me is it's written by a professor at Columbia oh, University. Yeah, 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 just yeah. crazy. My wife was having a while oh. where she was, she's like, I'm having so much trouble going to sleep. So I started reading that to her before bed and she quickly told me to stop. <laughs> oh, hey. This is the new paleo diet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gross. Well, that you know, that wasn't the dicey question. I was very really? careful to say that. No, that was just me catching up with you because I wanted to know what's interesting because I need something that's not video games and dinosaurs. But I've jumped into all your other things See, and tried them. I, think that, that's been great. I would love to be playing more video games right now. I'm still trying to get through Red Dead. I'm still trying oh, to get through Red, Red Dead Challenges. 1 just came out. Oh, Is it out? Yeah, it's oh, out, fuck. but it's only out on PlayStation and uh, what's not I the have Wii. PlayStation. What's the other one? The, the Switch. The Switch. So you can that one, yeah. yeah so I, I made a gesture with my thumbs. No, it's just like that was just like any control. <laughs> just a generic controller. Or in fact, or he was rolling a stool, so Broly or whatever. Yeah, he got it. He got oh, it. Oh dear! I've but, actually myself though been playing an awful lot of Warhammer Underworlds. Like, oh. Well, you know, because it's been mm. at work mostly, mm-hmm. like literally every night almost after school. After school, I walk past <laughs> oh. and he's nerding it up. Loving himself. Uh, absolutely yeah. obsessed. He's got me yeah. painting again, which is yeah. great. Uh, what's, that, what's happening on socials, Lindsay? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and YouTube. Anything of note happening? Anything interesting going down on the, on the socials? No, not at the moment. Okay. Uh, got, I've got an apology. Mm-hmm. What is it? Well- I have had a busy couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. There's been some illness in my house mm-hmm. and I turned 50. Your wife was in hospital. Yeah, there was that. Um, so while I've been able to edit and release the episodes, I have not been posting socials for a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, they're all going to come out on one day. Perfect. I'm going to do three weeks of socials. Yep. In one day. In Let's one do it. day. Let's do it. And they're going to be every hour socials will release. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. So- can we do a Sunday? So we call it Social Sunday. Social Sunday. No. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to apologise for the TikTok ban. What oh, TikTok, TikTok ban? Brett did a TikTok that got banned. <laughs> oh, what? yes. Did. Okay. did you? Yeah. 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 Too many yeah. nipples. Yeah. I still don't know why, but, you know. Oh. It's an utter disgrace. No one will know now. Yeah. That was really well I did a, a, an a unboxing video. I got because all this stuff on the middle of the table. I thought, you know, every time I get a thing, I thought I'd video myself and unbox it and talk about it. Mm. And I did that, and then they said no. Yeah, because it was all sex toys. <laughs> well, I think it was quality control. Sorry, I've seen TikTok. And then <laughs> <laughs> that not, probably would have got more to get banned. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they thought it was advertising. Who knows? We don't know what mm. the algorithms are. Mm. So the account got banned. No, just that just one. my oh, just yeah. I have, I've, you know what came up this week, which was the uh, the tour of the Fumble Factory. Oh, uh, nice, uh, nice. All right. Speaking of the tour of the Fumble Factory, you know what a big part of the Fumble Factory is? The big red fridge. The big red fridge, which oh. is guarded by the big angry dragon. The, yeah. So today's beverage. We need, a big, we need a big angry dragon on the front of that fridge. Well, now. <laughs> I, I like how you're saying big because today's beverage really leans into that. This is from the Colossal Brewing Company. Nice. Ooh. We're all and about the big. 
And and I'll, I'll read it before I tell you what it's called. Yes, it's a hazy extra pale ale. Okay, uh, one point five standard drinks. Mm-hmm. So in that percentage area, uh, resistance is futile. Hmm. Uncover a new world of unexpected flavour. A superb balance of unworldly tropical aromas and Ooh. super juicy flavours creates a refreshingly hazy encounter of cosmic ma- magnitude. Mm-hmm. This is the Hextra Terrestrial. Mm-hmm. And I thought about playing um, on Hex Maps mm-hmm. when I bought this. I thought about um, Phoning Starfinder. Uh, <laughs> and then Sorry. I thought, I thought I it was really cool. I funnier than I probably should have. I thought it was a cool- this is little, this is a great can. Uh, it's a great right? can. Where uh, do you find these? Honestly, yeah. Colossal have a few of That's these, and, and and this was one of the few that I could have bought. Um, I love that the alien uh, is like a, a wasp pine, and like a pine, a pine cone. Well, it's yeah. not pine cone. It's hops. It's, it's hops. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. also and it's like a desert ar- island on it. Six arms for like a extraterrestrial. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. One point five right. standard drinks. I am. Um, also not drinking, so oh. if I can uh, take somebody else's and yeah. have a little bit. I, I, I bitty, was doing that bitty. until I uh, my wife scratched my Tesla. My wife. Is that <laughs> a euphemism? Really really hits that your wife. After you read a dinosaur book. <laughs> yeah, I'm off. I'm going. So this is the Hextra Caressrial <laughs> from to- Colossal Brewing. Oh. There'll be no Hextra Caressing now. Right. So. And, and I got this because I thought something lighter because Justin was easing back. Also, I haven't drunk a lot recently, um, so this I cannot wait mm. to get into this. Mm. How's that 10 mil of head, please? That is nice. very, very nice. Sobriety is actually doing me quite well. Bullshit. Yeah. It's giving me more time with the dinosaurs. I find drinking doesn't impinge on any of my other activities. I can Ooh, find time for both. That. Yeah, is it hops forward? Nice. Zesty. Is it's it? It's not citrusy. Forward. No, it's not too hops forward. Very citrusy. Yeah. yeah. Very zesty. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. 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 Right. Oh, that is refreshing. Okay, so it's it's Fuck. got is. Oh. I haven't tasted it yet, but it's it's got That's those gra- lime. A I'm only doing a little taste. It smells. Passion, passion, passion fruity. Brett almost knocked his drink over. Really did. <laughs> it, it, it smells. Can't have two in one night. This is really good. Luke, I'm going to race you to the bottom it on this one. you reckon? <laughs> it is not what I expected. I expected something a bit more sour. Judging by the smell, I uh, expected it, it, a little more citrus. I, I, I was wary of a sour. I, you know, I saw a couple oh. of sours there and was wary. There's I, another colossal sour that I thought might be good, but mm-hmm. I went this way because I, I was like, you're light, easy, fruity. It was I did right. have a lemon meringue one that was made for, for where we work, Luke, um, by Soapbox Brewery. Away, oh, oh. and it was very sour. It was certainly not an all-day drinker. Yeah, but it was. It tasted like a lemon tart. Oh, like oh. it had a very. I could have drank that all day. I yeah. Mm. Oh, it was a little too much. But this is that is very, very easy it's to me- drink. This is mellower than I would have. Uh, judging by the aroma, I would have thought that it was pretty pungent or tart. Full it's on delicious. the tongue, but it's not. It's light. There's, there's and- another one that uh, the, the Zitho Brewery does. It tastes like that, but it doesn't have the same. Weight to it; it's a lot lighter. This is this is a nice hop. Mm. This is it is hops forward though, isn't it? Is mm. that am I? I think you just used that for you had a coke and said it was hops. No, forward. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm tasting like an aftertaste. There's a there's a bitterness of a heavy bitter taste that that's 
thereafter. I don't think end. that's the hops forward. I that's, think this, but the hop forward would be a, the first thing you taste is the hops, not yeah. the last thing. <laughs> that might be the uh, malt on the back. Yeah, maybe it is malt that I don't like. Maybe it is the malt side of things that I'm not no, no, a I, fan I of. really, really like right, this. That's that's Thank you, Colossal Brewery. I don't know um, that I could- I could. Be, this is not a session beer for me. No? It's certainly oh. a one-off for me, though. Well, I would enjoy sitting there and- and having a having a chat with people, but I could I could probably do four or five of these and then move on to spirits. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I could too. Wow. Brewed in um, New South Wales for Pinnacle Drinks, um, brewed and canned in Australia. Love I'm it. Loving the yeah, it's beautiful. It's a lovely the, pink color. It's isn't a it? work of art, almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, I love. The I, can I've is become amazing. quite a slut for packaging these days in my old age, <laughs> and I just absolutely love a good, well packaged product, no matter what it is, as long as it's high quality packaging. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like it to taste good too. Yeah, that as well. I mean, that goes a long way. But I mean, like the taste starts with the look, right? Is that first taste with the eyes, as they say? Is that like active wear? As long as it's packaged, I don't well? care how well that a gonna, bag of oranges is packed. I was going to say, well. how did you know this yeah. table pass up a slut for packaging? <laughs> so now. I'd like to go and in, go into the mind melding uh, dicey question for the week. I know oh, I, I, we haven't done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm here with some I'm people. In. I feel like I haven't seen you. I love it. So this question, actually, today I want to talk about something that has happened to me recently. I'm going to jump on my own thing uh, for once. So as you guys may or may not know, I have been collecting comics for a, for an extraordinary long time. So I've been buying specifically Spider-Man comics, but a lot of others along the years since I was a teenager. Um and there's been times where there's been flush times and lean times, like when the, the Aussie dollar has been a bit weird, it's been expensive and all of that kind of stuff. But it's been a very, very long time. We're talking 30 years of me collecting comics. This week, though, I did something I never thought I would. I cancelled my comic Oh, box. you did? I am now- You were threatening about it. No oh. longer a comic collector. And- oh. It hit me a bit harder than I thought it would. It's been a long time. Like, I've been buying them and I haven't been reading them. And I got to a point where I, they're very expensive at the moment. And I'm like, I enjoy reading comics. I'm not reading these ones. Something is stopping me from going to that shop, buying the actual physical. So now when I read comics, I tend to put them, they have a digital code in them. So, I put them into digital and then I'll read them digitally if I read them. But I haven't read properly for ages and so it got to a point where i'm like i'm spending money on this thing i'm not doing it i feel like it's the end of an era i feel i got home and i literally had the sads that day because i felt like something had finished for me that was a bit finite so this is my question what in your life has ever come to the end of its era why did it end and what did you replace it with? And how did you maybe deal with it? Like, what it, what what are some eras that you had and you went, this is done? And you felt something. World of Warcraft. So, I played wow. World of Warcraft for a long fucking time. Like, I mean, probably- What's a long time? 12. I'm not trying to be facetious about before this. Before I, the first time I cancelled it would have been about 12 years. 12 years playing that game. Yeah. Like okay. how and how often? I, I'm a bit ignorant. Oh, how day. long has that game every been day. around for? 20. Okay. So every Gee. day. You played it every day for that period of time. That's That was- uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I did 
raids dial and, back a bit yeah but yeah like but it was constant in your life it was a, a thing that i played every day yeah mm. um and i still go back occasionally but it's not that obsession anymore but uh-huh. like yeah i played that for a long time and was that both versions like wasn't there the the wow classic and then well classic's into- only a recent thing yeah um but uh yeah from classic and it evolved into what into it is the, now. what it is but, yeah now. from yeah. classic God, when Justin, I wow classic's recent you noob <laughs> <laughs> wow classic's <laughs> recent well yeah. no wow cl- yeah anyway yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that was a Did big you, thing. So tell us about the end of that era. What what led to it? Just money. The fa- well, I had to get a job. You know, mm-hmm. um, so half your hours of playtime gone. Yeah, <laughs> actually, no, I'd already had a job. I don't know. <laughs> actually, I do know what was. I started dating. <laughs> started dating seriously. <laughs> Something else to do with out. your yeah. hands. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was just, yeah, it just, I wasn't getting as much time. Old as time. It's expensive, you know. Is it? Yeah. Is it like a subscription? Yeah. It's monthly, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is, it, wow. is it a steep price? Not really. Like 12 it's, bucks a month or something? No, it's like um, 16 if you subscribe for a year. But, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. about 20 bucks a month otherwise, which is like a streaming service. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Hmm. I just kind of. How did you feel when you finished? Like, what did you fill it with? Oh, well, sorry, you started dating. Let's not go into what you filled it with. <laughs> um, but, but like, you know, how did I just the- moved on to different games? Um, mm-hmm. Does it has anything hit as well as that? You know, like, oh, you know, like I mean, obviously you played no, no, no. this great three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless yeah. plug. Yeah. Uh, over that time, not most, not more recently. So let's exclude Baldur's Gate three if we can. So obviously, if it pulled you in for twelve years, that was that was a big passion. That was something that really kind of just ticked so many boxes for you to commit that level of time and resources and energy into it. Has there ever been any other game outside of Baldur's Gate three that's really captivated you to that extent? D and D. D&D tabletop has been my okay. So tabletop, new- yeah. I was thinking more like digital game, but yes, absolutely fine. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. It, it beca- this became my new passion sort of yeah. thing after. Okay. All. I mean, and that was a good six years before I found another one kind of thing. But yeah, um, wow. Hmm. But yeah, like I still go back to wow occasionally because I just I know you kind of just have this. I don't know. Do you regret it? What playing that long? Or leaving or? it? No. What about playing that long then? No. Is there is there things about it that you miss? Like, is it the the people you were playing with? Because obviously you had an online community and friends and I stuff. I lost that community quite. That was about halfway. I lost that community and I started playing solo mm-hmm. um, and doing different things. I, I don't know. It just oh, kind was of was that when you were playing with Hiro Nakamura. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah, that was early on. Okay, that was the second. No, sorry, that was the first very first part, and then I went to a an Australian guild and we got really friendly with them. Like I spoke to that we met met up at the pub and all that kind of stuff, and that was a good guild. Local people, uh, most of them, yeah, yeah, well. but yeah. And then, then it kind of just um, they all moved to. I was a big, big PvP player, yep. And then they all moved to a PVE because the rating was easier. And um, yeah, that was kind of when it started. I started playing solo because I did PvP, and then they changed, make changes, and it was just kind of like I don't know. Uh, the thing I love about WoW is it's so big now. Like, you know, for a game to be that big and they update it constantly, there's so different, so much different stuff and it is slowing down now. Like, I've played the latest expansion and I played it and that was it, done. 
but like so many people put like time and effort into silly little things like little mm. easter eggs that you can find or funny quests and it's just like i don't know it's like a a masterpiece of everyone putting in little bits and pieces and i suppose that's always going to be that's there for eternity well or as long as Mm. You can always step back into that if ever you needed to or wanted to. But yeah. Mm. You're looking at me like I've got something. (laughs) Luke's still thinking. No, I've got something. I'm not sure I've ever stepped out of something purposefully and like thought about that and went, no, I'm not. I didn't have that transition like you had, Justin. I have things that I have let atrophy naturally mm-hmm. and then have regretted them later. Mm-hmm. I really regret stopping gymnastics mm-hmm. uh, in high school and that was just about me going, oh, I'm at a level where I'm not being able to train properly and the people I'm training with are doing it three times a week because they're at the school where the training is and I can only get there once a week and I can see them getting so much better. Like all of the issues with that, plus I was a teenager and like what the fuck am I doing this for and travelling for 45 minutes to training. But then I look back and go that was a huge benefit to who I was in my life and um, I was quite – I was quite good at it, naturally good at it. And if I was able to train at it, I could have been exceptional at it, I think. And I look back at that and go, oh, gee, I wish I'd kept that up. And in fact, what I did was the opposite and kept nothing up and mm. did have done nothing with my person. Um, you, you've been flexible in how much your belly can just Just well, don't, don't put yeah. any active wear on. Yeah. <laughs> We call them mumble pants because you can see the lips moving, <laughs> oh. but no sound comes out. <laughs> oh. I heard a, I heard nice. a term the other day that ma- might relate to this. Have you ever heard the term flappuccino? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so apparently a flappuccino is a female version of a tea bag. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I like how they've yeah. kept it in the in the zeitgeist of <laughs> yeah, flappuccino. Is that a mum- is that what a mumble pant is? A, like a, a flappuccino for well, a mutuccino. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I can't. I can't think of anything that I've gone. Look, there's stuff where I've done for a while, and then I've given it up. Like Counter Strike, or not Counter Strike Mobile. Um, what's that mobile shooting game that? Um, you, oh, yeah, yeah, that's um, Call of Duty. Call of Duty Mobile. And I was really fucking good at it. I'd win. And I was like, every day I'd play that thing and, like, I loved it. And then I went, no, I can't play this anymore. Not because I didn't love it, but because it was taking up way too much space on my phone and I needed that space for other shit. What, and about, it's like, what about things that, that might naturally just be a period of time, like a university or mm. uh, oh. courses or a job or a tour? Like, I mean, you of all of us, you've been on tours and stuff and yeah. had those experiences that have come to an end. Like, yeah. do you find sometimes there's something in that that you, you go, oh, that was, you know, the people that I was with, yeah. that moment in time is a moment that I will cherish forever and I don't think I can ever replicate that. Look, I think I think they call – you do a show and a show lasts for a period of time. Yeah. And they call it a company because you really bond with the people in that kind mm-hmm. of – there is a gelling that happens with those people. You live intimately with each other for a long, long time, um, especially on tour where you're travelling, where you're living with each other. You don't know anyone else, so you're socialising with the same people. You are spending a lot of time with those people and you know them very, very intimately. So I did a tour through regional Queensland um, and we would get home and at the end of the show, out on weekends and we'd play cards and we'd drink and everything was done together. And, you know, you love those moments and you know they'll come to an end. 
then you kind of learn to figure out how to reconcile the six-month journey or the three-month mm-hmm. journey or the six-week journey of those shows. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. And, and you kind of always go, well, we'll meet again because it's a small world. We'll always so. have Paris. <laughs> yeah, don't know right. Where, don't yeah. Know where. Um, <laughs> but even like recently we were driving out to Stanthorpe and I was like, I played squash in those courts on the on yeah, tour with yeah, someone. And really lovely memories of playing squash all over Queensland, finding the squash courts in regional Queensland. Um, but you, it's not like I give that stuff up though. It's like no. that's the end of the contract. Yeah. You move on and you move no. on to the next thing, and you love the period, but you know it's a it's a short period of time, and then you move on. So uh, it's like it's, it's interesting because I I go you know working where we work in education, we have staff rooms, and there is a camaraderie in your <laughs> staff room, and it, it's like other jobs, like even in hospitality, the people you work with. Sometimes there are just groups of people that are the most amazing. Like I remember I can distinctly say that I've worked in three different places and the groups of people that I were with are some of the most amazing people that I, and I will cherish that moment. And even in that moment, I was like, I'm really lucky right now. Like I, I, it is a treat for me to actually come here and do this thing with these people. These people are amazing. You know, and I feel that way sort of coming to this group sometimes without Brett. Um, but, you know, but I, I feel that way with our, with our role-playing groups as well somewhat. But the the there are moments because you're kind of forced there and everyone's in the trenches together and stuff. So I find that sometimes the end of an era as well. Mm. And you know when someone leaves and you're like, it's never going to be the same again. Like I have to put to rest a moment of my life because of that. Uh, so have, having said that, yeah, it's, I recently left my job at QPAC. Well, recently. It was last November, but I'm still talking about <laughs> it as recently, right? And and that took me some time to reconcile. QPAC has been a occupational home for me, and right. I've jumped out and jumped back and jumped out and jumped back, and this last time to leave was quite difficult. Yeah. Um, so there was a moment where I made the call to not be there anymore and yeah. had to kind of sever time. But I tre- kind of feel like that's a relationship breakup. It felt like that where I, I love you still, but we can't be together. Well, this is you, abusive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can, can I ask you a question about the gymnastics? Yeah. Why can't you go back? Look, I went back and Would tried- Would you say, why can't you backflip on that decision? No. Shut no. up. Um I went back and tried to start up again when I was in my early 30s and I couldn't do the fucking warm up. <laughs> but isn't that the whole point of training? No. <laughs> like like not to be I, amazing at look, it straight off the bat you have well, to look, look up to that. Like but, how, how many how many like likes or comments do we need on Facebook to get you to oh, start training to oh, do splits or something? There is there is a, there is an age the, the, the ligaments the, the thing about it. gymnastics for me was I never had to work for it. I never had to work to be good at gymnastics. Yeah, but now you do. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I, I liked gymnastics because I was naturally good at it and I you know I was never flexible but I, I could I do have the a thing. daughter that has that very mentality. Yeah, yeah. The minute something gets difficult and that level of natural talent evaporates, she loses interest. Th- this wasn't the evaporation of the talent. This was the like I would keep working at it. Even if I was able to go to training three days a week, I would have done that and kept working hard. And there were people there that were pushing me and making me do hard stuff. But you know, and pommel horse was shit. The rings I loved, vault I loved, but pommel horse I hated. Like there were things in that that you go, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was on for okay because I looked at Lindsay and he's laughing as well. So I couldn't go back now and do a vault. 
I couldn't go back now. Like, I tried to do a handstand and my whole back cramped up. I can't <laughs> do the things that I used to right. do. But you could. And, and I've yeah. told you about trying to do you're a backflip, right? You've got to start yeah. small, though. You can't expect your body now to be able to do what but you did my, that your brain might want my to. My brain doesn't know that my body can't do it. Can I ask this question? I have the, I have the debate running in my I, family. I really want to do this now. I want to start a, a campaign. <laughs> Why don't we all do it? Yeah, let's I am do it. not. No. Let's start a campaign. <laughs> what is it? Okay. I, not, I was never good at gymnastics. Can I ask this either. question? Because yeah. I have a debate running, and I think I might be wrong. I'm going to concede this. Ooh. What is a backflip? Describe a backflip for me. It depends on what country you're in. Okay, what's a backflip to you? When I say what's a backflip, what's a backflip? Yeah, it's a backward handspring. A backward handspring. <laughs> what's it to you? Look, this is just a- more wank words. I mean, what's good? It's where you, where you jump backwards, land on your hands, and then your feet flip over your head. Yes, yeah. that's exactly. Not not flipping backwards with nothing touching the ground and landing on your feet. Yes, that'd be backwards. Yeah. Somersault. So you Google these things because my kids were making fun of me the other day because I said a backflip, and they're like, like because I was describing mm. you as a child. Actually, we were mm. talking about when we used to play ninjas in the backyard, yep. and you do backflips and backward somersaults and they're yeah. like they're Jackie like John. yeah 32 backflips was yeah. my record Cause, Whoa, on cause, the spot yeah because they're like they're like yeah. oh we've got a there friend there is your challenge <laughs> we've got a friend who can do a backflip and i'm like yeah your uncle brett could do a backward somersault and they're like and then i showed them a video and they're like no no that's a backflip and then sure enough i google it yeah. on youtube a backflip is a what I know as a backward somersault, where you stand, you flip around with nothing else touching, and then you land on your feet. That's a backward somersault. Was it on an YouTube. American clip? It was American. Uh, yeah. I think Americans so call it. Americans a back- call it a flick flack. A flick flack. A flick flack. It's a back flick flack, um, or a front handspring. So yeah, they'll go flick flack. round off flick flack, flick flack, back salt. Because they call a oh. somersault a backward roll. They uh, call a backward yeah. somersault a backward roll. Oh, is what we know as a backward roll. Like a roll on the yeah, floor. Yeah. yeah. End of an era, Luke. Um, well, I've got one that was relatively recent and one I'm actually in the midst of right now. Well, it's interesting you said about uni because then I was like, oh, my gosh, because, yes, uni was like a – but like you th- pointed out, that wasn't something I had to walk away from. That was just something that it finished. ended. Yeah. Um, uh, which took me was a number finite. of years to kind of reconcile. But in terms of things I've had to walk away from, recently having to walk away from the casual game – that's been really difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, with the arrival of my my third child, um, time is is uh, sh- yeah short, and 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 you know other things. Unfortunately, uh, it's like take your left precedent. leg. Yes, very good. <laughs> um, so that was actually uh, a decision. It was a while in the making, with lots of conversations with my wife about the best way to proceed with that and um yeah so obviously made all the more difficult with that weekend away that mm. i didn't actually manage to get to mm. um oh it was horrible that i didn't get there thank you Lindsay. that's um, great yeah, i mean just a weekend <laughs> oh man but um i was looking forward <laughs> to that because gaming. Yeah. i hadn't i hadn't seen the, the guys collectively um together mm. for a long time apart from that one time i did a guest appearance yeah. and nobody knew i was arriving <laughs> I'm um, here. And no yeah. one cared. I know what, yeah, that's right. I just sat in it 10 we, times. We did, we did miss you on that weekend. <laughs> we did. Um, and more recent, the one I'm actually going through right now is, um, is uh, moving away from training. Um, Taekwondo training? Yeah, yeah. Are you? Yeah, well, I'm not like moving away from like my own training. I mean, like, and moving more into that kind of supportive teaching role mm. in class because uh, my body is just at this particular moment in time, especially with my arthritis and my hips, 
is not allowing me to do pretty much 70% of the things that I should be able to do or used mm. to be able to do it, and reconciling that 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 transition into a space of where I've reached a certain age yeah. and capacity um is difficult like I said I'm still I'm still there I'm still to and fro and wrestling with that but there's going to come a point within the next 12 months where I'm going to say I just can't do it's, this it's really interesting you talk like that because I would say at this table you're probably the fittest yep of us like you're you're the one with that's the heart condition probably, and the stent yeah, in, yeah you've got the heart condition you've got arthritis you've got the hip thing you've been souped yeah. up that's it yeah I am a million rupee man <laughs> <laughs> hey, they just got to the moon. Saying that, like, like a couple of weeks ago, you just were doing push-ups. Yeah, like, look, anything that doesn't require a full hip mobility or, or of activity moving with the hip is fine. Yeah. I, I can do for days, but the, the obviously Taekwondo is, is a kicking martial art. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just that idea body. of transitioning. Well, the rest of my body can cope with yeah. any of it. It's mm. just the hips. It's just mm. the kicking and yeah. then a particular plane of movement as well. And you um, take up capoeira. Because <laughs> then you can balance on your hands to kick. I think I think that's more in the hips. <laughs> I've I've looked at other stuff and I have tried other stuff, but the thing is, I always His get hips the pull lie. the pull back to to the taekwondo because you know over thirty years mm. invested that's time, a lot, yeah. Uh, yeah, on and off. It's not been a it's not been a continuous thirty years. But of it's trading. a love affair, right? Yeah, absolutely. And this is what happens whenever I go off to do something else. There goes, you're always going to end up going back to taekwondo. I don't know why you have this conversation, but it's that for years now. This reckon this this wrestling with my. Um, capacity to actually do what i used to be able to do yeah. 15 years ago and i simply cannot do that anymore um is where i'm at in that space so i'm 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 real time trying are, to walk away from something point where you go i can't perform at the level i want to be at so there's no point me performing at all no so that there was a i have wrestled with that yeah uh, and i've moved past that now i'm now i'm at the point i i probably within the next 18 months to two years, we'll mm. end up needing a hip replacement. Yeah. So I'm at that point where I'm like, I simply, I, I can, I could pop a load of, you know, anti-inflammatories and stuff, yeah. train, it'll be uncomfortable. And then I will suffer Hurt. for two or three days after yeah. that with very poor no sleep, sleep. Yeah. because of the, the yeah. pain and everything like that. I did have a, an injection in the hip, which yeah. eased things off for five months. So I do need to go back and have another one of those. But yeah. Hyaluronic yeah, acid. Hyaluronic acid. That's right. Lip fillers. Um, <laughs> it's for your hair, isn't it? No, it's know, facial. No. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that option to offset it for a couple more years, the, the yeah. hip replacement, but simply doing flinging the legs around and stuff yeah. like that in particular positions and stuff is just not 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 doable there are so many <laughs> and i just like and at what point do you go like i totally get that i'm going to teach people because i've got some expertise at what point do you go i'm not going to compete anymore because i can't be in that competition at the standard that i would expect yeah i, want to I, be don't, I don't know i'm not there yet yeah, I'm still like in my head because now I'm in because I'm over forty. I'm in the president's skin oh, category, so that's forty and upwards. So I'm going up against right? like fifty year olds and, and above, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, yeah, because yeah. I can still move around around the ring, yeah, and burn them out, and then just go and in and pick two them off. hip replacements, right? <laughs> We've got to use your youth while you're young. <laughs> I kick your but teeth out and someone's got their feel, first. Yeah, I'm literally the youngest one of the category, yeah, so right. I can't help but feel it's a little unfair, but whatever, um, in that sense. But just just moving around, I'm in there, and like it's a young young guy's 
thing mostly. So like you got all these hot shots. See, you say that, and my uncle Quinton, um, I think they still listen to this thing. Uh, he plays badminton, and he's in the Masters, and has done Masters for a long, long time. And that thing kills your knees. Yeah, his knees are fucked. He still plays. He loves it. He loves. He'll turn up at any bad like any time. There's and a cock on good. a court. Anytime there's a cock on a court, he'll turn up. And he's really good and he Shuttle loves it. Cock. Right. Yeah. Um, he's never, never let his inability to perform as he used to stop him performing yeah. in another oh, way. And he's yeah. just found ways around yeah. it. Yeah. And this is where I am now. I'm in that transition, like I said, into that that more instructional role rather yeah. than the, I'm here for me. Yeah. I'm now here for other people. Do you think you'd ever get to- I'm sure to- your wife's happy to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my daughter's started to take it up. Yeah. My youngest daughter this time, because one of her friends at school's decided to take it up as well. And she's like, oh, my dad does Taekwondo. That's uh-huh. great. We can go. So now she's the cool kid because her dad's actually an instructor yeah, at the right. club. So, yeah, how long that'll last, I don't know. But I'll, I'll enjoy that moment while I can with my daughter. Mm. Interesting. Definitely. But yeah. You could be the old crotchety sensei with the big stick that smacks everyone on the knuckles. Yeah. And- not in this country. You know, lobbying right. around. With yeah. the, uh, the in this country. I, I have another job that, that requires me to be allowed to work with children, so. <laughs> Smacking people with sticks <laughs> in another capacity. <laughs> but, yeah, so, there, yeah, that's me in the middle of it. I Can I follow on from your my daughter because you're a Taekwondo, do Taekwondo mm-hmm. wanted? I had a parent-teacher interview for my oldest son who's just discovered the love of drama at high school. Okay. And that's great, even though I'm telling him there can only be one starving artist in a family and it's me. Um, <laughs> There's no money in it. No, no. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> You're yeah. wasting your time. You no son doc- of mine's going to be, be in the a doctor, Music, <laughs> drama, <laughs> home ec. He loves all the kind of active kind of work good. at school. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he came, the teacher went, yeah, we're going to do- like, don't you want to rebel and like get a job with the government? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do a prompt copy. And now I've done about a billion prompt copies in my life because that's my job. And I've been trained at university level and, and was <laughs> quite shit. exceptional you at that. You know nothing. And, and I said, oh, prompt copy. Okay, okay, okay. And then, he, and then she went, yeah, we're going to do a, a little known play called Blurred by a oh. playwright called Stephen Davis. Oh. And, and at that point, I went, oh, yeah, I know that show. I did the world premiere at Brisbane Festival of that show and wrote the prompt copy for that show, <laughs> which is in the archive at QPAC for that show. Oh. And I said to Josiah, Josiah, if you want me to come to school and talk to your class about this, fuck off. No way. No way. I don't want you to come to my class. No way. You don't know anything. You don't know shit. Well, that's not how you do it. No way. Yeah. One of, one of my At kids, some point, he it. turned into a Samoan. I don't know when. <laughs> one of my kids has recently. So I've got three kids. The youngest one is the only one that's clued on that I've worked in a school and I have knowledge, only because he's like, I'll go to dad. He'll help me write my rough copy by telling me what to write so I don't have to think about it. Like, I won't and do I the work for him. I won't do the work for him, but I'll help him plan it out. And yeah. he's like, he's like <laughs> it's it. a shortcut. And all the other uh-huh. boys are now going, oh. That's actually useful. You, you know <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. about stuff. And I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> my, my three-year-old is it's kind of not really, she's not questioning me on things, but she will now just go, yeah, I told you. Like she, mm-hmm. like she hasn't told me this in the past, but she'll just be like, 
I told you Batman was in this. <laughs> like, well, like, you know but, nothing. But like with the, with Just the, get used to being wrong, Lindsay. But with the, the, the teen angst of like a 16-year-old and she's three, I'm just beginning. like, oh, God. Yeah. You're at the bottom of the hill, my friend. <laughs> Lots of way time coming your uh. way. <laughs> Well done. But yeah, take advantage of yeah, I want to go do that because dad's doing it because mm-hmm. oh, I got yeah. the you you don't know what a prompt copy is, no. I was like, dude, world premiere. In fact, the company that when I did that show, everyone in the show went, Brett, you should be wheeled in on a golden throne, call the show <laughs> and wheeled back out again. Cause it was like something like two hundred and forty three cues in fifty three minutes. I didn't stop talking for an hour. Multimedia. Yeah. It was um, a, like amazing big ass show that they still I was constantly calling cues and things. Studied and things. it. For the that, last I got to say, how did that feel in that? I know we're rolling on a little bit now, but how did that feel when you were in that parent teacher interview and all that unfolded? You were like, "This is my this well, this was almost written right now. This moment in my life it was written for me to bask in that." Yeah, we didn't. I didn't do the whole the prompt copy conversation with Josiah by himself. The whole, yeah, yeah, we know blurred. Dimity was sitting there. She looked at me and rolled her eyes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just, we just done, look, Josiah should be good at drama. He's very arts literate. He's had a lot of exposure since he was very young. Dimity and I are both in the arts. And we know when people say they're in the arts, you go, yeah, all right. You've done some shitty drama somewhere, <laughs> somehow. I mean, I'm in the, the local theatre group. I'm a thespian. <laughs> and, and then she was polite enough to say to Dimity, Oh, what do you do? Thinking Dimity was the artistic type at the table. And Dimity went, Well, I do ticketing. And then she looked at me and I went, Well, I ran the children's festival at QPAC and have produced shows all over the world and blah, blah. And she's like, Oh, right. Oh, you do out of the box. Oh, and then it kind of, we, the ding moment happened there. It's like, Yeah, I, I get it. I get, I'm very privileged to have all of that experience. <laughs> I'm a very big yeah. deal yeah, around here. I'm a thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, a very big yeah. fish in a very small Brett? pond. Brett Howe, have you heard of me? Yeah. Well, you should have. Yeah. I'm, I'm the guy that donated all the props when we cleared out our storage so, to your school. Brett, <laughs> where's all our big deals? Why isn't this a big deal yet? I'm not in the soccer game. That's your deal. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to do it. I think we need to go to the next next famous person. To the Matildas. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so there's a game we've got to play, and we've been talking. I've enjoyed our conversation. I love having conversations with you, but not editing you, you, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) What has gotten on with you in the last probably eight episodes? You're just like, let's have a really thought-provoking conversation before a dicey question. Yeah, but because I don't know, I just I love you, people. You're making it two 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 podcasts in one. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it is time for that. But what I will take you to is just a, your mind's eye. Lend your mind's eye into the underbelly of a mountain. And in that underbelly of a mountain, there's a hall. And in that hall, you see bits of armor with gnawed bones and little parts of dwarven ruins and and creatures, little bit pieces of armour. You've dispatched a ghoul that was inside that room and you've moved southwards into a, what looks like it might be a forge room. And inside that forge room, specifically, you hear the sound of coming from one of the fireplaces. Can we see the fireplace? Mm. Yes, you can. Can you just remind us, Justin, just... 
Not for me, because I'm absolutely certain of where I am in the room and, and what's going on. Okay. But for the listeners at home, okay. just give them so a you, little bit of- So you've entered the fortress of Axe Home where you are trying to clear it out so yeah. the people of Fandolin yeah. can come in here. Yeah. You've walked around a little bit. they're waiting for a call, right? They're waiting for you call. No, you've already called them, haven't you? No, there was a talk of calling them. You haven't called them yet. You're clearing it out. You found sign of ghouls in here, undead, undead creatures that have feasted on the bodies of the dwarves. Um, and the ghouls themselves are dwarven undead kind mm. of ghoulish kind of creatures. You've moved obviously into the eastern side of this uh, complex and you found that inside the eastern complex there's an armory of sorts and a, and a bit of a, a, a place where people have, uh, what do they call it, a, a barracks. Um, and you've yep. moved south from there into the smithy. So, like all good dwarven yep. places, there's a there's a smithy room where weapons are made and those kinds of things. And it's as you've moved into the smithy, I believe it was Nikron that moved in there first, um, followed by you, Maradius, and then Flunt was kind of after because Nikron has been tasting from the joy of the mushroom sauce. Ah. And, you know, in, I believe in an, this is my take on this, Nikon, and correct me if I'm wrong, in, a, in an attempt to get over being in a confined space. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I believe that's and this what's is going on here. possibly been the worst week for Nikon because all he's been doing is going into caves and uh, confined spaces. And he's at this point now, obviously, got the right kind of people around him that can provide the right kind of uh, medication of ease yeah. uh, in in form of uh, yeah medicinal you want to be uh, high up in the air i can help you man that's right see He's i'm flying f- without using my wings right now so yeah so <laughs> very much partaking the of the sedative version of yeah. that not the esche version of that esche <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and so you hear a out of character. Mm-hmm. Last time you made this noise mm-hmm. it was Sturges, so I'm expecting Sturges or some other. Uh, which is exactly what you see rest, coming straight out of the fireplace, straight into initiative, please. <laughs> oh. Called it. I remember. See, that also reminds me of battery operated. Devices. I remember <laughs> Justin's. Oh, oh those fans you know, in summertime. The, the handheld fans. Uh, 12 for Nikron. Okay. 12 for Nikron. Moradius. I don't have a lot of spell slots left, guys. Tenzo's. 10 flunt. 14. Oh, not too bad flunt. Unfortunately, you have all been beat out. Beaten off? <laughs> <laughs> by a Sturge, which comes flying out straight at Nikron, who is the leader. He's stumbling along like a bit of a fool at this point in time. I don't want to cast aspersions. You're not a fool, Nikron. So Just cast a Sturge at you. Cast a Sturge. I am casting a Sturge at you as it c- attempts to blood drain you. I'm glad you're at, holding a dice there, Justin. As it's piercing mandible snout, whatever that's called, um, tries to suck the living is proboscis. With, is he within five feet of me? Uh, I sure am. No, because you're behind Meradius. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, so that was the marching order that we uh, that we was established. It, was it? When did we establish a marching order? Just then, when I said it. Oh. Before, like literally two seconds ago. So why am I in the front? Because <laughs> you stumbled in here with oh, reckless fair enough, fair, abandon. Fair, fair, fair. I believe <laughs> that you uh, need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I'm fairly sure a 24 is going to hit you. Yeah, probably. Um, doing oh. Oh, four points of piercing damage. Oy. It attempts to attach to you. After you take that four points of piercing damage, the proboscis 
kind of slinks under your feathery skin mm. into your body itself and it attaches itself okay. almost like a straw about to drain the very living essence from your uh, body. Flunt. Uh, Flunt is going to move up. And he's like, don't worry, man, I've got it. And he's going to take a large swing. With what? With his hammer. Okay. <laughs> So you're just going to swing at Nikron with your hammer. I'm going to swing at the bug. Which is attached to Nikron's body. <laughs> with my hammer. But it's non-lethal. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. First attack. Mm-hmm. It's a natural two. That'll miss. You hit It'll Nikron. Miss- yeah, I was going to say it misses the thing. Yeah. Shouldn't it- hang, on, hang on. Shouldn't he be rolling with a disadvantage or something? Or No? Okay. Why? I don't know, because you're trying not to hit me. Yeah. Which way does your kneecap bend? Because it now bends the other way. <laughs> I don't have kneecaps. Even worse. <laughs> well, level the week. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have kneecaps? Five. Five. Second like attack. Leg. <laughs> oh, that's triggering, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantasy world, Luke. You can change it. Ten. Is not going to hit. Not enough. So two swings and you try to avoid your friend, your new companion. You miss your two swings as they fly errantly, almost because Nikron is a little bit moving around. I'd assume that you're trying to get this, flick this thing off. No, I'm tripping. I'm just like, ooh. (laughs) You can't get there. That means Nikron, it's your go. You've got this thing attached to you. So I'm looking at my arm. I'm just like, this is, wow. I don't like it. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> click my fingers. Uh, make a DC Dex um, four, see DC fourteen Dex save. Oh, uh, that's a natural fifteen from me. Okay. I'm not rolling uh, badly at all. Uh, as I, oh, that's not very good. I burning hands for a grand total of four. Da- if you so you saved. Oh yeah, yeah, four damage. Four damage. Okay. What about um, the guy with the hammer? Is he in that burning hands? No, I'm, no. You no. just turn around. Where did you go? Yeah, I, yeah. There's no facing, right? <laughs> I turn back to Moradius. No, the <laughs> Pathfinder has no facing. Oh, yeah. has facing. Does it have facing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Almost like a spider that you fought upstairs. The Sturge's proboscis shrinks back into its body, curls up as the whole thing shrivels and then falls to the floor Uh-oh. dead. Four damage. Crispy. That's all it took. Nice. Crispy. Can I eat it Smells like KFC. I'll just peck it up and eat it. Okay. You're getting a little peckish That's after right. the mushrooms. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, mm. wow. and you find your, you find yourselves inside of a smithy room. There is the door that you came from, and there is another door in this room. I'm listening for more. We really didn't expect more damage to kill it, but that's great. There's a sturge. I don't know what a sturge is. You fought him before, did I? Yeah, okay. and we were like, these usually kill us, and then we were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, they're fine in this game. They're Not just, bad at they're all. Just no fly. Yeah, they used to drain you of con in, yeah. in other games, and that's deadly at this level. The nice mm. spider. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So no more, <laughs> no more <laughs> sound. Just me chewing. Just. Hey, we we have a look around the room. Yep, you start moving around the room. Yeah, you can have a quick look. Everyone give me your perceptions as you move around the room. Natural 20. 14. Yeah, nothing other than the door that you came through and the other door that leads into some other chamber. And the Sturgis came out of a- Just the fireplace. A fireplace. Yeah. 
Okay, let's go through the door. Is there any more noise? No more noises, just fireplace in front of anvils. That Obviously, they were heating the metal up, moving it to the anvil, anvils at this time. You think maybe a large chimney through the mountain yep. and the Sturge was living in there? Yep. Uh, is there any um, fuel for that fire in the fireplace? No. Is no. there anything around that we could put in as fuel for the fireplace? Uh, you can probably find some wood and stuff like that in there. Should we not move through the door and move along? Yes, move along. Just want to smoke out any more Sturges. If we move through the door, sure. then the Sturges are here and we are there. How about we take down the door? <laughs> Miranda's <laughs> is going to move to the door and okay. move through the door. You move to the door and you open it into a storage cupboard. It's almost like a walk-in wardrobe uh, where dwarven armorsmiths and weaponsmiths would have stored their tools, um, which still seem to hang from hooks along the walls. Though a bit rusty, the tools are in serviceable shape. If you are of a blacksmith type, you might need these tools or might be able to use them. Otherwise, they're kind of useless for you. <laughs> you know, they're pincers and very specific blacksmith. As like curiosity, and- what is of a blacksmith type means? So tools like if, for blacksmithing. So if you if you are going to use them for blacksmithing, so there's like pincers and rasps <coughs> and uh, clasps and those Hammers. kinds of things that are specifically tong-like because they, they're, they're for fire and the for The people melting. of Vandalin will and find this very useful for melting. they move in. Yep. Anything else? Nothing else, and it's a a, a dead end. We turn around. (laughs) Okay, moving back. So you've kind of explored most of this eastern side. Where you haven't gone so far is towards the south. So you're moving back through the the smithy. I'm assuming you move back into the room where you fought the ghoul with all the the dead kind of armor, the the bits of armor from the yep. uh, from the dwarf, and you move back into that large uh, room. Remember, there was a a room where there was a balcony where someone might be giving mm-hmm. a dress, where there would be a a, a, a muster. They call it the, the mustering hall mm. inside of this. Now there are two double doors that lead south from here that you have not been in. Shall we check the southern doors? How are you for healing? I'm I'm good, man. Are you injured, man? Yeah, I'm not looking great. That Sturge certainly uh at four points of uh, May Grundenar bless you. And he slaps a pant palm on your forehead. And you get nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. Uh, you get nothing. Eight four points, points of yeah, eight, damage. Eight so, points of healing. Yeah, like the end, get eight. Double you're bubble. Great. You're at We're the end of Willy Wonka. <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> get a palm Sorry. print on your forehead. I was looking at my wisdom and I'm like, wait, no, I'm a paladin? Yeah. Marching uh, order. Meridius is first. Meridius, then Flunt, then Nikron. Yeah, I believe you actually have been into these first double doors to the south because there were, um, we had a conversation about the arrow slits. So there's two arrow slits on either side that are pointed in towards this hall. You remember we had some issues with that. Um, So there are two arrow slits to your left, two arrow slits to your right that are pointed at you with clear ballistas on the other side pointed in your direction. Two double doors sit at the southernmost end of this. And as you approach those double doors, just like last time, which I think is why you guys didn't go, there is a smell, a stench. Yeah. That same stench you've smelt in other places that kind of, uh, you know, it reminds you of that ghoulish room that you were just in, the undeadness, the the smell of death and decay that is somewhat, now that you're smelling it, you, you're like, this is, this is actually the stagnation of this place. This place has a permeation of this throughout. 
I grab two small mushrooms and shove them in my nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brady says, wielding his and a mushroom. sword and board, yep. the nice fine um, shield, and if you guys are ready, I'll open the door, but be ready. Yeah, man. Nycrine? Yep. Over, over here. Yeah, over, sorry. Over here. Yep, yep, yep. Ready? Burning hands, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> oh. And he opens the door. Sorry, to pull. <laughs> the stench of death hangs heavy in the air of this dusty, pillared hall, which has a dark, soot-stained fireplace at the eastern end of it. A deep alcove in the south wall contains a dais, atop which rests a limestone throne flanked by granite statues of dwarven warriors. Between the throne and the fireplace is a hallway with stairs that lead up to a higher level. Directly across from you, south, is a throne with two big dwarven dwarf statues on it. To the east is a large fireplace. There's also a, a little corridor that goes out there that you can see stairs going upwards beyond. Mm. And to the west are two large double doors. Across this, to get to the throne, is a 20-foot kind of pass. Like, you've got to go past 20 foot. But the main thing for you is that it stinks in here. It, the, the smell of death and decay is very prevalent in here though you see no evidence of dead bodies no detritus no armor no battle scars nothing in here that looks like there is any sign of the dead dwarves that you saw in the other rooms does the fireplace have fuel uh this fireplace you're looking at it wouldn't no would it looks like it's whatever fuel in there has been burnt out Shall we do a quick explore? Mine yeah. the staircase. Yep, let's do it. Why don't you guys have a look while I go bar the staircase from anything coming in? Right, right. Okay. The, the whole thing from east to west is quite large. So it's about 70 feet east to west, and it's only about 20 to 25 20 feet, feet deep. Yeah, from north to south. So we'll but do- it's a big. A rectangular room. And the stairways on the eastern side, right? The stairways on the eastern side near the fireplace on the, the far on the far wall. Let's look to the west first, clear that area, and then we can move to the east and up. Mm-hmm. Quietly. Okay. So you move straight into the west. You get yourselves to the double doors that lead west to you. At this point, I, I don't know, uh, is anyone doing anything around this stench? Well, we just did a quick look around the room. <laughs> We can't see my, the source. Is the smell so pervasive that As it's going moving, to affect us? You're moving in and to the, to the west. I put mushrooms up my nose. Yep. So we've got, oh, that's right. You've got mushrooms up your nose. Um, if it starts to get oppressive, he'll um, grab a rag and wet it and put it over his face. Yeah. And Nikron, you're just. I can't smell anything. I'm high as a kite. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> How does he smell? Terrible. With his nose. Birds yeah. don't have noses. Yeah. It's a beak. So. Just everybody make a wisdom check for me. Wisdom. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Wisdom okay. save or wisdom check? Wisdom check. Okay. Perception. Let's say. Oh. Perception check. Which <laughs> Mike Green got 16. Okay. 10. 15. Nikron and Miradius, as you walk in, Miradius, you probably see this first because the light from your torch plays a little heavily. You see a shadows from your torch splay over the statues of the dwarves, the large two dwarves on either side of the throne, and you swear, both of you, that you caught a shadow or something move behind the throne. You know, know I have dark vision, right? Mm -hmm. Something behind the throne. Be careful. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> right. Um, no, Grant. Can you light it up back there? Uh, uh, sure. Is there a, a very easy light spell? Um, I can press the digitate. No. Light? No. Fire? I can start a small fire, right? <laughs> no? All right, what you doing? Can I minor illusion a light? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just firebolt. <laughs> oh, they went full circle. <laughs> above the throne. Oh. Let's go. Yep. Can I firebolt above the throne? Yep. So you're just shooting the back wall yeah. uh, on the other side of the throne? Yep. For a 15. For a 15. Something hits the back of the throne. It lights up quite quickly, like the wall at the back there, but otherwise you don't sort of uh, see or see anything else. Allow me, uh, gentlemen, in case it's an intelligent creature, man. Uh, well, it's lucky it didn't get hit because that was 19 points of damage. You there, uh, creature behind the throne, <laughs> we would mean you no harm. If you come out in peace, we could have a conversation. But if you are an evil fiend or you want to damage us, uh, you will probably kill, get killed. I mean, these guys are dealing <laughs> a lot more damage than I am at the moment. You didn't kill, remember? No. <laughs> but I've got to get the last hit to knock it out. <laughs> 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 That was a, a really good opportunity to waste our stealth. Let's go check behind. Oh, the firebolt was yeah. it? Mm -hmm. so I Maradis, was looking at both of you. So Moradius mm. starts moving towards the throne uh, itself. Yep. As you get there, Moradius, two things happen at exactly the same time. You step up onto the, the dais that leads up towards the throne. As you hit that first step, you see that movement from behind because the throne's quite large and wide. Mm. Like there's a, mm. it provides good cover for anything that's behind it. A creature that looks like a withered dwarf almost like that same description of last uh, of last time with that um you know the the lips peeled away mm. and the the sinews of a beard that kind of straggle mm. from its undead lips moves around the side of you this dwarf though is not really wearing the same style of armor that you've mm. seen in others it would be more of a ceremonial imagine dwarven robes but um, i imagine dwarven robes still to have armor plates kind Kind of sewn into them and you can see that rotted and sort of pulled away it steps out from behind the throne and you hear it go <laughs> in a loud shriek that pierces through the entire chamber echoing through and you're kind of all sitting there it's loud it's and it's huge and then from in the distance you hear <laughs> fool of a dog from somewhere else <laughs> That is uh, echoing maybe from the stairs, maybe from somewhere, but it's from that western side of the chamber. Build the doors. Initiative. Okay, we need to shut these doors. 13 for Nycron. Oh, hang on. So 14 for Nycron. 10 for Flunt. 7 for Meridius. Just give me a second. I'm, I'm okay. actually reading this time how- How many zombies there needs to be? How many spiders are coming down There's to spider zombies. You. Yeah, there's a there's a lot Spombies. of a lot of a lot of spiders that are about to come so down. So you said the last time, and so then you had to retcon the fact that you had too many. Yeah. I'm reading it. Stop distracting me. Well, I take this time to move up next to Flunt. No, move up next to <laughs> <laughs> Those mushrooms, man. I tell you, 
So I wonder if this is a- I shut the door and then I move up to Meridius. If this is a metal-covered dais, then it would be armoured, right? Is it armoured dais? Nikron, you go first. Mm, yes, I do. Uh, can I still see the um, strangely what, attired dwarf? Yeah, what you see is this dwarf step out around towards Meradius. Uh, natural 20 mm -hmm. uh, for a 26 to hit with a firebolt. Yeah, misses. <clears throat> How do you like it when I say it? Uh, that is for 900 points of fire damage. Do I get to double dip on that because it's a crit? Yes. Yeah. Oh, everything, really? yeah. everything you roll, you roll twice. Nine and three. Fucking fantastic. Um, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. What a it's, waste of a fucking crit. Look, it's nothing to uh, it's nothing to sneeze at. So 12 points of damage. Wow. All right. That brings us down to Flunt. What are you going to be doing? Shut um, the doors. I was, I was going to, man. No need to shout. Fuck. I go and shut the doors. <laughs> there are no they doors that are in front of the stairwell. There's no so doors. It's, a it's an open corridor that it's gets to corridor. the stairwell. So you can go and stand in front of it, which would be you guys. You guys moved in and you started going to the to the double doors that were to your right. These the the sound came from your left. Oh well, no, I'm going to go join the group then. Mm -hmm. Because I'm better next to my friend. Okay, so you move up towards where Meradius is. Yep. So you go toe-to-toe -to, -toe to Meradius, or are you going to move all the way up to where this ghoul has ghoulishly ghouled out behind the throne? Um, I'll move up to the ghoul. Yeah. Ghouls, ghouls, ghouls. <laughs> Do I get an attack? <laughs> if you would like to. Can What's I your movement speed? <laughs> Uh, is your movement? Yeah, that's enough. I was going to say, if your movement is more than 20, you get an attack. Cool. I'll get two attacks, actually, but, you know. I told you to surrender, man. No, you just called friends. I do believe I've been playing this that's wrong the whole time. What do I do to an 91? edition? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Uh -huh. Nothing happens. We don't have Second crit attack. fumbles in this game. Fifth edition doesn't allow for failure. It's for millennials. <laughs> 22 to hit. 22 definitely hits. 14, as, as I slam my giant maw down upon his skull. Uh -huh. He's got a skull. Uh-huh. 14 points of lethal damage because he's undead. So, Ooh, you know, there 14 is no points of lethal damage. Maradius, what are you going to do? Is it still standing? It is definitely still standing. Maradius yeah, is yeah, yeah. going to stick it with his sword. It's still standing. After all these hits. <laughs> 14 to hit. 14 is enough. And at least one magic crit. Seven points of damage on the first hit. Mm -hmm. And then um, 23 to hit on the second. Definitely. For another nine points of damage. So 16 points altogether. That's correct. And then he's just going to um, make sure Flunt, look at Flunt and go, I think we found the king. Mm hmm. The creature looks at both of you maniacally, not kind of back and forth. It looks quite hungry at you. The first thing it does, Flunt, is it attempts to bite you. Its jaws come flying in for a natural 20 oh, to it. get to you. The It's vegan. <laughs> The jaw snaps shut, doing 13 points of 
piercing damage as it bites your arm while at the same time lashing out with its two claws against Meradius, who is on the other side of it. Hang on. Who did the bite first? We bite. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought it bit bit Meradius first and then Meradius again. Okay. The two claws lash out at you for 22 to hit you, Meradius. I'm rolling quite I'm going to try well. and intercept to knock some of the damage off. Mm-hmm. What does that do? How did you do that? So Tell I s- swing up my my hammer from its resting position and try and knock the claws slightly off mm-hmm. centre to Didn't try it. and get a glancing below. So it reduces the damage by five. Reducing the damage by five and interception works. What do you have to roll to reduce the damage? What's the DC or whatever? It's a 1d10 plus 3. Of the damage? Yeah. Oh, okay. You, do, you don't have to reaction. actually do an attack yeah. action or anything it's like just that. A reaction. It just happens. Okay. That's very My cool. reaction action. That's cool. Uh, so you take how much? Five points off. Yep. One point of damage. Damage claws into you, Meradius, as you can feel a necrotic uh, paralysis come seeping through your bones. Make a constitution check for me, please. Sing the theme tune. <laughs> I wrote the theme tune. Um, con save of 21. The wrong person has been chosen for a con <laughs> save. Everybody's attention, though, is drawn to the eastern side where... Down the fireplace, a plume of soot falls to the floor. The dust settles, showing two ghouls, soot-covered, leading a charge with others clawing out behind as more of these fiendish fiends are coming. The round ticks to number two, Nycrin. It is your go. Okay, as Nycrin's been looking at drawing attention mm-hmm. to the, the fireplace, as he mm-hmm. draws attention, sees these things drop, he mm-hmm. flicks his wing. See at least five of them. Okay, he flicks his wing backwards into the direction of the Dwarven King and three feathers shoot out uh-huh. uh, to him for eight points of damage from, from Magic Missile. Eight points of damage and Magic Missile. Yep. The Dwarven King's dead eyes become alive and then die. <laughs> That's how hard you hit him as he falls you, to the you floor. You real-lived him yeah. before he died. As he falls to the floor, twitching. I don't know. How do you undead a dead? I don't know. Yeah, that just smacked in my mind of the whole thing where they dig up, dig up the graves and the Dungeons and Dragons yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly kind of. I thought a little bit of Pee Wee Herman at the back of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, oh. And he falls to the floor, lifeless, undeadless. Un- undeadless. Yeah. His ghoulies are gone. <laughs> are you doing anything else, Nycrin? Because you probably uh, start the move or something. So, in relation to the things that have come through the fireplace, yep. am I closer to them than the other two? Uh, no, you're not. So everybody's sort of equal distance them because right. you're just a little bit back from these I'm guys. Move the fireplace. So I've got the other guys in between me. And the yeah, ghouls. the fireplace is 35 feet away from Lovely. you. Lovely. Yeah, I just moved with to a couple there, of poles in between, between the and the ghouls. Okay, so you just kind of take cover behind yeah, Meradius right. yeah, and I'll be firing and flunt. from the back. Flunt. Um, I will move up to the ones coming out of the fireplace. Okay, they are thirty-five feet away, so you'd have to double move. I do not double move. Should we? Uh, so let's have them come to us, buddy. Sorry, thirty feet away. I misread that. Thirty feet away. Oh, so just in their movement range, but not ours. 30. 30 feet away, yes. 
Because right, they right, they come right, right. out of the fireplace is where they would land. Hmm. I delay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you stop your action. Meradius, what are you going to be doing? It doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, Meradius is checking where people are. He's going to try and get in front and protect the back line. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you. <laughs> you're the back you, line. He just came and hid behind you, <laughs> so you don't even have to move. Uh, but if he moves forward, he might. How far? Sorry. 30 feet away. And where did you go? Nowhere. Oh. I'm waiting to see where you moved. He's okay. standing exactly where so you were. Meredith is going to move up to the- Charge in? Suit. Yeah, suit. Mm-hmm. Um, pulling down the hat on his head as he goes. Mm-hmm. Over your eyes so you can't see? No, no. And then um, hit the closest one. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Hoping. Yep. Saying out loud. Yep. Um, he's never done this before. He's going to say out loud, JR, be with me as he strikes these creatures from another plane or another uh, place. So, yeah. Is he striking them from his groin? No, he's striking them. It's very them. JR. Moretis is going to pull the hat down and instead of running towards these creatures, mm-hmm. he's going to point the sword at the closest one and go, come over here. And as he does so, an arc of lightning reaches out from the sword, mm-hmm. kind of connecting from the hat to the sword to the closest creature, mm-hmm. and the creature needs to make a strength saving throw, please. A strength saving throw. Ooh, that, this could go 50-50. I've just rolled right down the middle for that one. And wait for it. I rolled a 10. Gets me to 11. I don't think that makes it. So he's moved. Moradis has moved out within 10 feet of this creature, did that, mm-hmm. it fails its saving through. So it gets dragged by the lightning towards Moradius. Okay. Uh, 10 feet in a straight line towards me uh-huh. and then takes 1d8 um, points of lightning what damage. What is that spell? And That's, what have you done? Well, somehow innately he's activated the Hat of Wizardry. Which gives you a zero level spell. To use a lightning lure cantrip. A can- That's a cantrip that does 1d8 of damage? Yeah, it does. A four, cantrip. Four points of lightning damage. A cantrip. If it ends its turn within five feet of me. Oh, firebolt dude over here. Is that a cantrip as well, firebolt? Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, it's yeah, it's 1d10. It's now yeah. actually 2d10 for a firebolt from yeah, the other oh, side. This isn't broken at all. <laughs> um, so, take, uh, what did I say? Four points of damage? Yep. Uh, from the lightning, and it's right next to me now, so I can hit it with my second action. That in itself is broken. Yeah. I cast a spell, then I hit something. Going going back that to- That is bo- epic, right? Once a day. Yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah. Going back to Baldur's Gate, I found <laughs> the, the best way- We heard you. We heard you before. To, be, to be, be ridiculous was when, when you get to level four and you get to take a feat, Screw ability point changes. There's a feat that lets you take a cantrip from any of the classes. So you just find like one of the magic classes that you have like a high enough score in, like, you know, Eldritch Blast on my bard. And suddenly I've got Eldritch Blast as a cantrip, which is 1d10, which, and every four levels you get 
an extra Eldritch Blast and a th- cantrip. So, by level 12. Just hearing this makes me angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by it level just 12, makes me angry. he was doing three 1D10 uh, cantrips. You know what's wrong with Dungeons and Dragons? It's too hard. I just need to do everything. I need to be able to do everything and everything well. The I reason feel, I'm avoiding I feel like I'm playing not that is because I know the same thing will happen to me as it did with Borders Gate 2. I'll just lose my life in the game. How much damage from the swing, Brett? Let's, well, it let's was 16 to hit. 16 to hit? Yep, that hit definitely hits. Does six points of damage from this swing. Okay, so six points of damage so pulled from it out, pulled it out of rank. swing. Meradius has had his turn, which gets us wait, to- Wait, wait, I'm coming out of out of my holded action. To Flunty Bunty. I'm now going to move up to Meradius. Doesn't sound right, Justin. Come mm. here. That was a good job, man. Take this one out. I will, man. Take them off one at a time. Yeah, let's do it. And I take a first swing at mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. Um, 19 to hit. Yep. That'll definitely hit. 11 points of damage. We'll drop it to the floor. Yeah, man. Blah. Sebastian must have um put lightning in my sword today when he sharpened it up. That's pretty good. Good work, Sebastian. That's what I'm calling the squire now, Sebastian. 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 Basto. Bastille. I have another attack, but I got no more movements. So it's fine. I fucking hate that name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Steve. Steve. Better. <laughs> Rick. Four ghouls come sliding towards you <laughs> with malice in their eyes and hunger. The first of the two ghouls comes at you. One at uh, each of you, Maradius and Flunt. They're going to lead with their claws this time because if they can get this right, they can paralyze you, making you an easy target for them. So Flunt does a 15 hit you and Meradius does a 15 also hit you. Negative. Negative Ghost Rider. They follow that up with two other ghouls who are doing the same. That is a 15 to hit you, Flunt. And uh, fucking hell. And a 15 <laughs> to hit you, Meradius. That is some the consistent the fucking rolling that I just did. Let's see how, can, how good they are with their bites because they are hungry. They wanted to paralyze you. They wanted to get that ghoulish joy of you standing there while they can bite your necks and ease the wet blood. Fuck me 15. That is the that's the fifth one in a row. (laughs) It's a different uh, attack but a 13 to hit you. Flunt is not going to work. Okay, finally I've rolled a different. It's not weighted. Uh, for Two. you, for you, Meradius, that is a seven. That's not going to hit you. That's not going to hit you, Flunt. But a 19 may hit Meradius with the last of the chompers yep. that's coming in. Bites come into you. You're kind of ducking and weaving as your leg kind of moves. Forward. It launches at you, grabbing at your thigh, finding a spot where it can bite you behind the knee. Doing. Uh, wait. I'm going to stick my stick up and try and get it in between the bite and reduce the damage mm-hmm. by four. As it does, even after uh, Flunt has gotten in the way of it, does three points of damage, four points of damage, sorry, as it bites into you and you feel the sting of 
horror as it kind of sucks blood, stonish blood out of you. Um, kind blood, of blood from a stone. You yeah. can you can even feel as it bites you. It's not just a bite to do damage. There's a bite that savors. It's kind of oh. savoring the texture and the smell and the joy mm. of it. That brings us to the top of the round, Nikron. Is there a way that I can get these guys in a twenty foot sphere? Yep. <clears throat> that doesn't get my yep. guys. All right, so I'm going to pull one of the beads off. Yep. I'm going to flick it over the heads of my compatriots and into the space behind mm -hmm. the zombies. So you pull the bean off and then flick bead, it. Bead, <laughs> bead, bead, bead. So oh, is this just done exactly the same way as my spell would be, I'm assuming? Yep. Yeah, so DC 14. Mm-hmm. I think you need Dex to an attack throw. Do you know which no. which one of the beads you're throw, throwing? Because weren't they all different powers and stuff? I know. I thought they were all fireball. Yeah, ones. but they're all different powers, Level. aren't they? Uh, I may be wrong. I, may I be, thought they were all the same, but- I may be reading into a different version. Well, it's, it's a world. level three spell from the start, so it's going to be at least a level three spell, right? Oh, here it is. It's all the same. Yep, they're all third level. plus three. They're all third level fireballs with a DC 15 save. DC 15, that's better than mine. So they yeah. get 8 D6 damage then, right? You can throw it up to 60 feet away. So, so it does range work is a, little is a bit, bit more impeded. Okay, but it's the same damage, right? Eight you can hurl multiple of them. Just one, please. Just the one. DC 15 deck save. They got it. That's better than mine. That's pretty good. So DC 15 dexterity yep. save. That is a 15 on the nose from the first one. That's pretty good. Good work, Justin. Uh, from the second one, that is a, it's a dex, hey? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fail. That's a pass just. And, oh, wow. Three passes and a fail. Uh, so that's 23 points of damage for the fail. Uh-huh. And then 11 points of damage for the passes. The fail strucken, stricken, stracken <laughs> with fire. Immolated. <laughs> Immoliates itself. Immoliates. <laughs> Exfoliates and, and emoliates. And falls to the floor in a heap of ash. Ash, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool, right cool. up the ash. <laughs> Is that a Pokemon reference? That's right, Money Penny. Good job, man. Meradius, you have three creatures that are in front of you. Meradius is going to look to his sword and- It's shiny. Yeah. The blood has been cleaned off it. There's no lightning coming out of it, so he's going to move to the first one in front of him and hit it with a mm -hmm. pointy end of a thing. Yep. Uh, 11 to hit. That is not enough. And then 24 to hit that for six points of damage. Big overhand swing. Misses the first one, comes back up from the down of the left of his hip, back up to try and get his sword back into position and slices it straight across the head, knocking its head off. Its head falls to the floor as its body drops in a thud, sickeningly. <laughs> Hits the floor. It's almost a hollow. Like these things seem, they're desiccated, so they're lighter. You them. say sickening, but for Meridius, it's satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. There are two combatants left, and it is your turn, Flunt. Uh, Flunt is going to. He's going to swing his hammer up into the air. Okay. And you have gonna... one that's sooty and one that's not. I'm going for the one that's not. Mm -hmm. that sweep? One that's snot. I'm going to be, it's going to be like. <laughs> that was my version. It's of a me. Power of 
Grundana, and he's gonna do a big double-handed fling. <laughs> Did he just have to check say- you a sheet for Grundana? <laughs> yeah. I thought he was gonna say was Mario. Gonna, then gonna, it's a me. It was. That's why I got confused because I was doing a Mario reference. <laughs> and I'm gonna use divine smite. Mm-hmm. Divine smite. And I'm gonna try and uh, smack this guy with a divine blow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So basically, I use a spell slot to do extra damage. Okay. You wow. Grundana, blow him good. <laughs> Okay, so you attempt to hit. Let's hope you actually- 19 to hit. That will definitely beat its armor class as- Do you not like the first slap? (laughs) I hit all that out. 19 points of damage. Oh! Radiant damage comes flying down into the hammer straight through him, grounding its- you see sparks fly out from its feet as the uh, the bits of metal armor radiate with this radiate damage, radio head damage, uh, as it says, I'm a creep, and then falls apart De- dead. Definitely not non-lethal, that one there. No, they're all dead. We don't care about dead. Dead. Yeah. Was that, yeah. was that very, your very only good. attack this no, round? No, I'm going to take another one at the okay. left, last remaining. Last one, then? Yep. Yeah. Have you got anything big left? Yeah, I can do that again. Ooh, oh, can, can I do, do that, that again? again? <laughs> I could do that again. But I'm not going to. <laughs> You're not going to. I'm going to leave some glory for the okay. other. You're going to leave some, some glory, glory for the, the rest of them. Okay. Uh, that's probably not going to hit anyway with the three. So that takes it to an eight. An eight is not going to hit. So there is one left. There is one left standing that is in front of you as we see Flunt's radiant damage take away the remaining one hit point that that creature had. I said not the sooty one. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Nikron. A quick flick of the ring and three feathers come flying. Eight. Yep. At the wing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a very good. I've really liked this game. For 13 points of damage on the magic missile, there's three feathers. You also remove its one hit point that is left after the joyous joyous fireball that is there, and they fall to the floor. What are you going to do? What are? Do we need some going. healing, boys? Are we all good? Uh, I haven't taken a hit, so oh, I'm all right for the minute. I'm not great, but yeah. I've been bit by these things. Is it contagious? Uh, just spit yep. on it. Are you injured? Do you need some healing? No. All right. Okay. Um, Is it as big a problem as it used to be? I'm not sucking the poison out of that one. Um, let's have a look around. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though, is this going to be a problem, this bite? I'm going to make a medical check for you. Perhaps a knowledge of the undead would be a better uh, any knowledge. What, what, what kind of knowledge work? Religion. Religion, you say? Of religion. Then it's a nine for me on religion. It's also a nine for the <laughs> information. Radius knows thirteen about all this stuff. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. No, you guys are a bit in the. You don't think so? You've dealt with these things before and been second. bitten by them. So I'm just going to flick it. Think so. And he kicks his foot out, flicks it. Yeah, it feels better. Yeah, Come probably on. Probably get a spoon and gouge out the you know, wound. Um, I need to Flay just yourself. quickly uh, sit on this throne as part of the whole thing I'm here for. Just need to reclaim it for the dwarves so that we can move in. And then, yes, you can rent it out while we're, you know. We're going to check the room while you do that. Do you want Interesting. Wanna- Pause. So you step up to the dice, you walk up to the throne. Yep. 
of a forgotten kingdom, yep. of a king with grandiose thoughts in your head, Grundanar thoughts in your grandiose. head. Grandiose. You turn around, you squat down, your buttocks touches <laughs> the cold stone. All those piles. Something interesting happens. And we'll find out next week. No, you feel a sense of satisfaction because the throne's really comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, flunt. Ferdinand Stonebud uh, claim this uh, dwarven keep back in the hands of all dwarven ancestors to be reclaimed and reused by the power of Grundanar compelled me. Uh, we will use it for your people though. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. And you start searching around. The first thing that you do is you look at the uh, the, the ghoul that you are calling Bodies. the king. Yeah. It doesn't have a crown on it. doesn't. If everything that you start looking at, the more that you start looking at, you think that maybe bookkeeper or a castle has a specific title, and that title is Castellan ah. of a castle. So something, some more of a, a clerical thing. Maybe the king went down. Maybe the king fled. Who knows how Axholm was finished? But what you find is that there is a gold signet ring that bears a fist with a hand axe inside it, that same crest that you've seen on the shields and on different things. Um, You also find upon its body a lot of rotting flesh and nothing else. Just a ring is the only really interesting Um, thing. Detect magic? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing. Oh, waste of a spell. Gleams a magical. I was going to say. And you have a a couple of ways to go from here. So you know that the the chimney may lead somewhere, so you could probably go up that chimney. You know that there's some doors that lead off that are shut to one end, and on the other end near the chimney, there is also an open corridor with some stairs going upwards. Three directions, three of us. Perfect. Do it. Split the party. (laughs) I'm assuming... There is no point going up the chimney. Can we put the bodies in the chimney and block it up? <laughs> yeah, of course sure. you can. Boom, boom, boom. Bodies are in the chimney. And then it up. leave those doors. Those doors seem secure. Let's go up the stairs. Mm-hmm. It's an open passageway. We can't secure that. So let's make sure there's nothing up there. We can come back and get to the doors. As long as those doors are secure. Let's do come it. back for them later. Up the stairs. Up I'll go stairs. first. How are we going? We're all all right then. I'm all good. We're, we're I mean, good, I can good, heal, good. but I don't um, think I need to yet. Which one of you two did that lightning thing on my sword? It was cool. Well, it was me. I did the big flashy oh, uh, light, uh, light. I've never fire seen Fire is my thing. Fire. Not lightning. Fire. Mm. Rick, did you do that? Mm. Interesting. Up the stairs we go. You mean Steve. Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my name. <laughs> So you start moving up the stairs. The stairs kind of uh, do a big U shape as they move all the way up to the very top and you get into a corridor. The corridor that you find um, immediately in front moves Forwards, obviously, as a corridor does. There are unless you turn around and then it's there are a couple of there are a couple of uh, ways the corridor. So the corridor terminates at a door at the far end, but before that door, uh, coming backwards. So from the very far end, which is about fifty feet away from you, there is a door. Then directly behind that, you see that the corridor turns to the left. Directly in front of you, or ten feet in front of you, from the top of the stairs, there is a door on your left and a passage way with some stairs going down on your right 
do any of these passages seem like they might link up to the doors that were downstairs? No, they're on the other side. The Great. doors were on the other, the opposite Excellent. side. So we'll- You're on the western side, the doors were on the eastern. Walk up to that first. You're on the eastern side, the doors were on the western side. I've got that mixed up <laughs> a couple of times, I realise. Thanks, viewers. I don't think anyone's mapping this, Justin. Oh, I just trust you. I don't even think I say that. Now we're going to get a post. I don't somebody even, is mapping it. I don't even think I'm mapping it. I'd love that. If a door. If was mapping it. Sorry. A corridor. A corridor. To the left. To, to the, the left. left. So you move up, not through the door? Or <laughs> Ten feet ahead, there's a corridor to the left and a stairwell to the right. Yeah, there's a door to the left and a stairwell to the right. Just a quick look down the stairwell without walking down the stairwell? Yep. It's just a corridor to the left. Moves into the dark. And a stairwell to the right. <laughs> Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand on my sword and make it feel so right. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it's just a fireball. Trust Anything down the stairs that I can see? Just darkness down the stairwell. Da just darkness. darkness. Moves down it's into darkness. You, There's a stench that's coming from that darkness as well. There's more down there by my my nose tells me, but let's check this door and then head down. What do you think? Sure. Door and down or let's down do and it. then door? I reckon we go down then door because at least the door's closed, you know. Down we go. Before you go down. Oh. Everybody make a perception. Nice. I don't see a bloody thing with a perception of four. Nine. Sweet. Meridius does most of his perception by smell, and he can't smell anything with this stench in the air. <laughs> None of you are prepared. As you're kind of looking around, you look at the door, you look down the stairs. Meridius is looking door, stairs, corridor, door, stairs, corridor. From the end of the corridor where it moves around to the left of you, you see... Something that you haven't seen before. Illumination lights up the end, which catches your eye. Just before, a wispy form of a female elf floats into view around the corridor. Female elf? Its face wreathed in a tangle of gossamer hair. Its body clad in spectral rags that seem to flutter around it. The apparition's face looks at you. As its beauty is marred into a scream of rage as it screams out, Get out of my house! All of you make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Now, oh gosh. If this is what I think it is, it's bad. <laughs> is it? <gasps> What'd you get? Meredith's got 19. Mm -hmm. You are fine. 10 for Nycrin. And Flunt? <laughs> Natural one. Oh. Nycrin. Yes. And Flunt. Can you just, on your character sheet, write the word frightened? And we're going to find out what that means next time Ooh, we play. On the it's a different F word. Yeah. You guys are currently frightened. That's right. I'm just going to back out and let Steve take this one. Oh, <laughs> They're on the same plane of existence. Take her out on a date. Okay, yeah. I mean, Steve's very discerning, but I think something going okay. on. I'm That's not what I thought it was. I did, that wasn't what I thought it was. I thought it was.